Hello, everyone. Welcome to another interview. Today on On The Mic, we're interviewing my friend Zach Hollow. Um, if you don't know who Zach is, a little bit about himself. Zach is a very, very talented guy musically. Uh, you know how to play the piano, guitar, and the drums. Um, and if you watch YouTube, YouTube at all, you may recognize him from maybe the few videos he's appeared in on the YouTube channel Mr. Beast, which is a very popular YouTube channel at the, at the moment. Um, and he's also appeared on Mr. Beast's brother's YouTube channel, uh, Mr. Bro. Today in this quick episode, we'll just, you know, ask Zach some questions and just learn about himself. You weren't actually born in North Carolina. You were actually born in Altamont. How long had you and your family lived up there, and why had you guys moved down to North Carolina? So, I lived in Altamont since I was, like, three. We only lived there for three years. Okay. Uh, at least I did. We moved to North Carolina... The reason why, I think my dad, this is how he says it, and I might have to fact check this, but he's like, felt like God, I think, told him to move to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. He literally just packed a bag, pulled all the money he had, and moved. Did you guys ever go back to, uh, to Florida? Yeah, we did for like a while. It was like a yearly thing or every couple year thing until I was like 10 probably. Okay. And I can't remember the last time we've been back. You were a kid. You played in the Greenville <laughs> Little League uh, baseball team. And you had mm -hmm. actually gotten a medal, yep. as I've seen in a photo. Do you care to share a little bit about playing uh, baseball as a kid and how you got that medal? Yeah, that was probably just a participation medal, honestly. Uh, but, like, Greenville Little League, that's where pretty much I met all the guys, like Tyler, like from mm -hmm. Mr. Beast. Tyler, we grew up together, like one of my childhood friends and just such a great guy. And then Jimmy was like, he was like the biggest dude in Little League. Really? You know, that was kind of how we all viewed him. He like hit the growth spurt before everyone. Uh, Chandler, me, Chandler, and Tyler actually played on the same Little League team for like four years. Oh, wow. Yeah. You entered high school. Uh, you joined the basketball team. Uh, your jersey number was actually 30. Uh, you played center. Your family and friends uh, were very supportive of you and your team, from what I've seen. I actually came across a picture of your brother and a few other of your oh, friends man. with the shirt. Like, the shirts, all wearing white oh, shirts, yeah, yeah. and they spell Big Z. Mm -hmm. Had you lost interest in uh, baseball? Was it because of your uh, height that you thought basketball was best for you? Oh, baseball, it was like... Once you get to high school, it takes more time, and you have to dedicate more time every day to playing. Uh, and it was wanted to use my time wisely, and felt like the best way to do that was to dedicate to one sport. So, ninth and tenth grade, I did still play baseball. Okay, little. And eventually, I was just like, eh, let me just go all the way to basketball because one, I wasn't. I don't feel like I had big of a future in baseball I wasn't getting much playing time or there wasn't like room to grow on that team just like you know what? I'm just gonna stick with basketball your first job wasn't actually working for Mr. Beast it was actually working at a tropical smoothie cafe in Greenville yeah any <laughs> any funny stories working there yeah there's a ton I mean oh <laughs> uh, I mean it was just fun like that's how long ago and I started in high school think i don't even remember it could have been six years ago but hmm what's a cool story i mean we used to i mean i was uh 
an executive chef, actually. Really? Uh, tropical smoothie. There. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was executive chef making seven twenty-five an hour. Wow. <laughs> By executive chef, I mean I put uh, sandwiches in the oven. Okay. Uh, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, as executive chef, you know, I had liberty in creating the menu. That's amazing. One of the things I did. Yeah. After after we closed, me and my friend, we made this like double wrap. You know, we got two big tortillas, like fifteen inch, put them next to each other. So it was like a cert, like a Venn diagram, two circles. I glued them together with cheese, and put a bunch of meat in the middle, and like made this giant wrap. It was like a 30-inch wrap, and it was pretty epic. Hokey we should Dino. just make anything. That's amazing, dude. I also know, when I mentioned in the intro, that you, uh, you're you very talented. Like, you know, you play the guitar, you know, the piano, the drums. Uh, how did you uh, get into music? When did you get into music? And I don't know if this is in the timeline, but I actually came across a, a picture. I'll actually send it. Uh, I don't mm. even know where this was. I was actually trying to find out when this was taken. But it's you and two guys. Uh, there's drums, and you're in a big gym. Um, and you, you guys. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Where was when was that? Seventh grade, I think. So I was like older than seventh grade. Old. I was like twelve years old in that picture. I think. Uh, I was yeah at my middle school at a band concert, like our end of year band concert or pep rally or something, and. No, we had like three percussionists. I wasn't playing the drum set that day, so I was just like helping put it together. And yeah, that's that's what that was. Drums I did for like a month, I think, in like fifth grade. And then I stopped because I wanted to play Little League Baseball. And Little League Baseball in Greenville is very like hardcore. Like my dad was my coach and Really? Get serious. So you had to like uh uh Okay, time again to it. And it was one of those things that I was just like, well, I play baseball. All my friends do. I, yeah, so I took like a month of lessons and then stopped with drums. <laughs> so when did missionary work interest you? Because I know for uh, that this that this year you've kind of, uh, you wanted to be a missionary to the youth in uh, Greenville. Uh, what did, like, yeah. how did that draw you in? It's really like, you know, I grew up in church. Uh, I went to youth group, middle school, high school, and then continued to go into the college group, got there, but it just never really clicked in a real way with me, like, my faith, it didn't really impact my life, I didn't think God actually, like, could come in the real world and do something, I thought it was just all mental uh, beliefs, and, you know, it's a good thing, and you just follow Christ as an example, uh, but then in college, my freshman year, I get all changed at this uh, church event I went to. The gospel clicked with me, and I was like, man, like, that is amazing. And it's not about my performance, but it's performance on my behalf and me getting the credit for it, essentially, him paying the penalty for my sins. And, and that allows me to live a free life, and I don't have to, like, be in fear of God because mm-hmm. – he came down himself and died the death that I deserved, but gave me like a gift that I don't at the same time, uh, which was just life and perfection. And God sees me as perfect in Christ. And like, so after that happened, like in that realization, just God 
I mean, my heart to understand that. But I kind of knew I wanted to just dedicate my life to sharing it. And um, uh, that was freshman year. But after that, in college, like, I just kept doing my thing, sharing with my friends, classmates, and all that, family. And then when graduation rolled around, I knew I wanted to go into full-time ministry. I didn't feel like the timing was right yet, and that's actually when I did go to work at Mr. Beast. And I even told him, I was like, I don't think I'll be here super, super long, but I mean, I'm definitely going to make a commitment for like a year. And that's about what happened, and they were cool with it. They were like, I remember my last day, everyone was like, we support you, like, this is awesome. Uh, I've always, since five years ago is when I really was interested in it. Uh, your sister suggested that I ask you about all the different noises and languages you've created. You have oh a lot of gosh. sayings made up, like yeah. mink, mink, and yang. And people just pick them up and start yelling them around. <laughs> mink, mink. You got a saying on them. All right. It's mink, mink. Yes. <laughs> Literally, girl. Like, or when I used to do this one in high school, or I mean middle school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and Chandler definitely like saying people in that regard we just have always done that and made noises and been weirdos like I've been doing that forever right now I'm, it literally rotates so it probably make no sense to people who are listening or watching or watching uh, literally just create noises make little phrases and then they'll just catch on with my friends and we'll just do them like and now the noise I'm kind of making, doing, is just, ah! <laughs> I just look around and act like no one heard it. It's so dumb. That's the thing. It's so dumb. It's like, ah! <laughs> the people at work, like, at Mr. Reese, they're like, what is wrong with this guy? He's just going around making noises. Like, I used to do this art noise. I was like, just do it. And one of my friends specifically would be like, Zach, you only get to do a noise one per hour. And, uh, his name's Steel. Oh, He's like, you get one noise per hour. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's a big thing. It's a big part of my life. There's a bunch of fan questions or listener questions that I picked. I had about 58. Travis asks, uh, do you hang out with the Beast Gang? Yeah, we actually... Yeah, I mean, we play basketball all the time. That's one of the ways we stay connected. Mateo! Mateo has a question. Mateo's played Among Us with you before. He's uh, M4730. Yeah. Uh, he asks... What kind of music artist do you usually listen to? Huh. Honestly, it's mostly like worship gospel music. But start. I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, I used to listen to Kendrick Lamar a lot. Um, like right now listen to this worship group called Maverick City Music a lot. Uh, this other guy, William McDowell, I really like him. Timothy asks, what shaving foam do you use for your beard? I don't know, man. Struggling, though, but... <laughs> dude, I don't even know. Gillette? Gillette. A United States ask, uh, asks... How was Chandler uh, when you were younger? Uh, how did he? Uh, how did you react when he became a Beast Gang member? We were living together when it happened. Uh, it was just, it was just another thing. I mean, I remember he would come home and tell us what he did, and he would like be cleaning up. 
what whatever mess they made because that was his his role. He's the janitor. He'd come back and just tell us, and we'd be like, "What y'all did that? That's crazy! Like, just doing crazy stuff, man." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tyler would come over some, and Tyler, I mean, known him forever. Now, seeing them was cool. And then Chris came over sometimes, and then really, in my opinion, when Chandler really like blew up, it was circle video. Really, us to leave the circle. Yeah, wins ten thousand. That's when it like we were like, oh my gosh, everyone's talking about you, Chandler. That uh, this is crazy. Michael Song asks, "What sort of things do you do on a, a daily basis?" Oh, right now, and right now. Like these past couple months. Well, this might be boring, but past couple months I've been doing a process which is a ministry partner development. And I've just been sharing the ministry vision with people, uh, some of my budget goals before the end of the year, and really how God has already moved kind of these ways I've been sharing about. And, uh, changed the lives. I've just been sharing people with people about that, and uh, really every day for the past two months, uh, and seeing if they would want to be a part of that and support me in it. Uh, it's literally what I do every day. Okay. Uh, this one, this yeah. this question's from Cameron. I know you were a Christian. Uh, so uh, how did you become a Christian? So basically, your testimony. Yeah, yeah. Kind of shared a little earlier. Like when I felt like I was gonna go into full time ministry, so you can use either take when you do this. But I'll say, like middle school, I mean, I grew up in church, and it was just really a mental set thing. Faith, well, honestly, I would say I actually believed it, but didn't know what I believed. I believed in God, didn't know what I believed about Him or what Jesus died for me meant. Mm-hmm. Just knew you were supposed to believe that, and that makes you saved. Um, but it's it's more than that. Uh, like I said, I kind of looked at Christ, Jesus, just only as an example to live, someone to strive after. And then if you weren't meeting that expectation, you were screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, like the gospel be- became clear to me that, you know, Jesus saw our state, you know, our sinfulness, and sent, uh, came down himself and lived the perfect life that we should have lived died the death that we deserved and he he offered gift of repentance and eternal life to anyone who believes and mm-hmm. then when you do you're given newness of life and then now god sees you through the lens of jesus and not just because you decided to but because jesus literally paid the penalty for mm-hmm. our sins so now we don't have to worry like oh if i sin is i going to strike me or whatever uh cuz God is a fair God and he punishes sin, but he actually, instead of doing it to us, he did it to Jesus. Just mm-hmm. uh, such a loving thing to do. Mm-hmm. But really, once that actually made sense and clicked with me, that's when it changed. I mean, it was at a conference. It was a very, actually, like, supernatural experience, to be honest. Uh, you can lead this in or out however you want, but, like, I was just up at the front. The, the church and my pastor he just finds me and puts his hand on my heart and he's like that I just see your heart just like have like a vision in his head he's praying for me he's like it just looks like a stone it just looks like bound up 
goes, and then he's like, but I just see I'm giving you a new heart. And then it was like right when he said that, just like God himself just came into the room and just touched me. And I just started crying. And I was like crying because I finally knew I was free. And then from that moment forward, I was just really genuinely never the same person. Like I had such a hard heart, mm-hmm. such a, uh, not really caring about anything or anyone. Uh, and God just softened it and gave me, made me alive. And that's pretty much what happened. Bob, Bob asks, uh, do you f- feel bad when someone calls you Chandler's brother instead of your real name, Zach? That's how they introduced me on the videos. So it's like, it's just the thing to me. Like they know the difference, which I guess is all that matters. No, it's not Chandler. And they're like, oh, it's Chandler's brother. So you know me as that and think it's all good, man. Liam, Liam asks, how how does it feel? I mean, we've already talked about this a bit. How does it feel to have your your you know your brother is very well known? You find you can find memes online with him and just all this stuff. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I mean, honestly, that's the best way to describe it. It's cool. Um, and it's cool. You never would have thought that it would mm-hmm. into your own family or something like that. So I think it's really cool. I don't think about it all the time, but. It's true, and mm-hmm. it's crazy to think about. Uh, this one's from Spooderman. Uh, how could you let Chandler win the revolving door challenge? I was just so tired, depleted, and just fell out. Man. Thank you, Zach, so much for coming for the interview. It's been a great talking with you and learning about yourself. Um, I'll put all the places you can find Zach in the description. Uh, be sure to uh, support him in his uh, his missionary stuff right now. And that's everything. Uh, be sure you know to follow the podcast or like and subscribe. Uh, have a great rest of your uh, your, your night.